and welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dahlman. On today's episode, we are once again sitting down with our guest, Michael Hipple, representative for the Powhatan District on the James City County Board of Supervisors. Welcome, Mr. Hipple. Thank you, Renee. Appreciate it. We're glad you're here. Glad to have you back. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. Very good. Well, I think today we're going to talk a little bit about some of the big things that have been happening over the last couple of months. It hasn't been a quiet summer. It hasn't. No, it has not. <laughs> First of all, I'd like to talk about you becoming the chairman of the Hampton Roads, let me make sure I get this right, Hampton Roads Transportation Accountability Commission. Yes, that's a mouthful, isn't it? It is. It is. (laughs) It is. Tell me all about that. Well, last year I was vice chair, and of course this year I was voted in chair, and unanimously, and Mayor Johnson is my vice chair. We are really looking forward to putting roads first in the state of Virginia, especially our region down here. We've been so long with with roads not being what they need to be. Mm -hmm. We are pushing hard on transportation. We're pushing hard on how we can spend the dollars because these are dollars that our citizens have put into transportation. We're at a little over $5 billion in transportation that we can spend now in HR TAC. And we're putting that money to use. We're doing um, some partnerships and that sort of thing. Where, as you see on the interstate, we got the three phases going right now, mm-hmm. or the two phases going, the third one's getting ready to start. And um, even in those phases, what we're trying to do is, working with VDOT and all the other partners involved, what we're trying to do is make sure that the project's going. So sometimes in the past, one project would have maybe one or two bridges, and it would be the same contractor. Mm-hmm. Each bridge has a different contractor, so wow. that each one can work on it and complete it quicker. And it's really making the project go faster. And as the project goes faster and things get done quicker and we use the right-of-way, the trees that we're taking down now are in the right-of-way. And I've had a lot of people ask me about the trees. You know, can we take them down in the wintertime when there's no leaves on it and maybe somebody's not nesting in a tree or something? And I understand that and I agree. But in the wintertime, it's harder because of the weather. And it's such a small time that, you know, the project would go on so long that it would be frustrating to everyone. So we've decided to go in there and utilize our right-of-ways. That's saving the citizens money. Okay. We're not having to go outside our right-of-ways, buy them, and then go through the um, studies and the study periods and everything else. We can do it within our right-of-ways and then open that up. And it it does change the look through our community, which you know we're used to having trees, mm-hmm. and it makes it beautiful. Sure. It's going to look a little different on the interstate, but... Most of the time people get on the interstate, they're wanting to get down the road. They're right. not wanting to take a country drive. And at the same time, we're also going to have in place the Hampton Roads Bridge Tunnel. We're working on that now. We are hoping to have that project into into the works by 2019 and complete by 2024. Now that right now is at right about a $3.8 billion job. And that will be when I'll be a chair when we sign that into place. That will be the largest transportation project ever taken by the state of Virginia in the existence of the state of Virginia. And it's amazing that I'll put pin to that and put that into works. And James City County has a big play in that. And would you imagine a couple of years ago, James City County would be signing 
the largest project the state of Virginia has ever taken on is transportation. That is amazing. It is. It is. It says a lot for our community. Well, it does. And it says a lot for us as a player in the region. It does. Very it does because it, it adds, when you're at the table, and I always tell our board the same thing, if I'm going to put my time into it, and all we have is time, mm-hmm. if I'm putting my time into a project, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that project is going as hard and as strong and getting as much out of it. Because when the citizens vote you into this office, they expect you to complete something. Now, they understand if you you, know, if you get bogged down on something, you have a couple of things and you, you're trying to get them forward, but they expect something to be done. Mm-hmm. They don't expect you just to fill a seat. Right. They expect you to get out there and work. And, and that's the way I look at everything. If I hire somebody to work. I expect them to do a certain amount of work. And it's the same when you're basically voting in a uh, member of the board. You're expecting X amount of work to get done on behalf of the citizens. And I think that's important. You know, if you're if you're not wanting to complete X amount or try to get something done, then you should hand the baton over to the next person, mm-hmm. and that person can get something done. And and it's a it's about the citizens. It's not about the seat. So I think that's always a main focus: is what can we do to better our community for our citizens. How many projects are going on right now with the Hampton Roads? Again, I have to look it up. Transportation Accountability Commission. Exactly. (laughs) How many projects? Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't know exactly how many we have. We have have a a pile going on right now. I just signed the one for the I-64-264 in Virginia Beach on the 17th. And that was $73 million. And that was our portion, which was the Hanford Transportation Accountability Commission portion to that project. And, um, you know, and, and that's amazing to, to sign something that's $73 million. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, that project will be unique for Virginia Beach. And Mayor Sessoms has been working very hard to try to get that project through. He almost had it over the goal line when um, I took over chairmanship when he stepped down. And um, so he almost had it there. I, I was lucky enough to come in right behind him and keep pushing it. And so, you know, we partnered up with Virginia Beach. And I've got to say, on the commission, our members have really started to get the idea we have to work together used to be Northern Virginia was the transportation place to see what was going on. Now it's the Hampton Road region. Very good. We are the, we are the, the makers. We're the shakers of the transportation right now. Well, and people at the table, it's not just the peninsula, correct? And right. You're including Virginia Beach and Norfolk and... Southampton, Gloucester, York County, Chesapeake, Isle of Wight, Suffolk. So we're, we've got a, we've got a big area right there. Franklin, I mean, they're... There's a lot of players at the table, and they're understanding that if we work together as a collective group, we can get so much more done than if we try to just go, I want what's best only for James City right. County. Right. Because the Hampton Roads Bridge Tunnel will help James City County in a roundabout way as far as relieving traffic, mm-hmm. and it'll help our citizens be able to get to other places when they're trying to go there. So that's a win for James City County, but it's also a win for the region. So you have to look at, you, you can't be narrow-minded. You have to look at it as a, as a regional effort and what you can put into the region to make us all better. Well, and businesses looking for new homes when they look at James City County, 
I would imagine they're also looking at what's the transportation like in between the ports exactly. and James City County. Exactly. And, and, you know, they're looking at how much time is it going to take me to get from here to there. Uh-huh. I was just talking to a guy on a job site today, and he's thinking about moving, but he's worried about transportation. I was telling him what we're doing in transportation, and he was thinking about moving to another community. And I told him, I said, well, come up a little bit closer to James City That's County right. and move here because, you know, I think we're the best. Of course. I mean, of course. not saying anything about anybody else. I think they're great. <laughs> but the best is the best. Yeah, we are the best. <laughs> <laughs> now, to back up a little bit, because I'm not sure if everybody that's listening understands how these appointments to these committees go. I know that each January, the board has an organization meeting where right. you choose the chair and the vice chair. And then there's a list of committees and everybody divides them up. Correct. Correct. So was this one of those committees? It was a committee, but when I when I started, you had to be chair. You had to be a mayor or chair to be on this. Okay. No one else could serve. Okay. So then when I realized that, and I realized the counties were really, because the county chair changes more than a mayor. Okay, sure. So the counties were basically, they'd get up to snuff, start learning, because it took me a couple of years to figure out everything, mm-hmm. what was going on, and and what happens and what doesn't. And I stayed as chair for two years, and in that process got to stay on the committee. I worked with other committee members in order to change it in the General Assembly, and the General Assembly was gracious enough to change it to where an elected official appointed by the the county, meaning by the Board of Supervisors, Mm -hmm. could then be in that position. It didn't have to be the chair. Okay. So if we hadn't have done that, Kevin would be in that position, and then I would have to work with Kevin, and Kevin had to learn all the players and what's right. going on, and it's tough to do. It takes right. so long. Well, then, at that point, Kevin wouldn't be chair of HR Tech because they would want somebody who knows what's going on. Sure. So you lose that. So you lose quite a few things when you're in a county position. So we changed that. That was the first thing we wanted to change is get that change Mm -hmm. so that that way I could stay on. And then the board elected that unless I want to get off, that I would just remain there year after year. And um, so that helped out as well. And it gives us a track record. It gives us trust. It gives us accountability. It gives um, a lot of faith in in our group of who's going to be there and who's not and their thought process and can we trust them and so that plays into that regional issues and all that and then they it's not changing every year and they're like what is this one like what is that one like you know they know what they have and they know what you're going to do and all that so you slowly build a group of trust among your other neighboring communities and they go hey if he says this is going to get done i know he's going to work hard to get it done i know that you had said before we started recording that part of what you're going to do is you're going to try to lay eyes on every job site that your group is responsible for. Does that leave much time for other committees or is this the primary committee that you serve on? No, that leaves room for other committees as well. Okay. But the more you put into your job, the more you'll get out of it. Mm -hmm. So the more I put into it, the more the community gets out of it. And I think as chairman of that position in HR TAC, Antro's Transportation Accountability Commission. <laughs> You've practiced that. <laughs> I have. <laughs> and um, I figured as chair, I should know it. Oh, well, yeah, true, true. <laughs> so 
if you put in the time, and I think that the chair, my thought process, the chair should go around and look at these transportation projects that are in works and see what's going on and talk to the people. I think it does two things. I think it gives the chairman or the chairperson, whoever that may be, it gives them a view of what's going on. Mm-hmm. I say I think also what it does, it gives the people out there that, that understand that we control the money on these projects. It gives them the ability to go, wow, they're not just you know up there in an office somewhere right. telling us what to do or giving us money to do this, not necessarily telling us what to do, but giving us money for these projects. What it does is it, it humanizes the person that's chair and goes, this person does care, and they have come out to the projects, and they've looked at it, they've asked questions. And also, you know, it gives me a upper hand with, I do construction, of course, mm-hmm. and um, so I understand terminology, I understand how things go together, I understand why you do this and why you don't do that, and when you can work in the mud and when you can work in, in not. And um, so it gives me that ability to, to ask the questions that maybe somebody else would know. Sure. And not because they don't know it, it's because they've never seen it or never been in that situation. Right. So that gives us an extra upper hand as well. And, um, and then plus all these people know that I come from James City County. Right. Right. So that's another plus. The best county. That is. It, the, the only county. <laughs> it all started here, didn't it? It did. And everybody copied. Absolutely. See, so it's not our fault. No. It's just the way it is. It's the way it is. We can't help it. That's right. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. So what other committees do you serve on? Oh, I serve on HR Tech, TPO. Okay, well, TPO. <laughs> uh, the, there's the HR attack, which we we talked about, Hampton Roads Transportation Accountability, TPO, Hampton Roads Planning Organization, and the PDC, the Hampton Roads Planning District. Okay. So they're, they're, you're trying to remember them all as like, it's so many acronyms right. in government. It's Alphabet C. It is. Mm-hmm. And um, so those three are all in transportation. Okay. From planning right on through. And it also goes into communities. The planning part goes into communities, goes into WADA's part of our group. You know, they come in and speak. Of course, we hear from all the naval bases. Hmm. They come in and speak to us and tell us what's going on at each of the naval installations. And and it's really fascinating to see the generals and the colonels and all that come in and tell us what's happening. And the ports, the ports come in and they Hmm. tell us what's going on in the ports and what they're doing. The ports, it's amazing how much the ports are changing and what they're doing for these big Panama ships that are really? coming in. And they're going to be coming into the Hampton Roads and we're going to be dredging. And uh, we're going to look at putting new cranes out there for that. They're changing the ports all around. Hmm. The people down there are doing amazing work and getting ready for these ships and figuring out how we're going to get in and out. We're looking at that as well as the tunnel, get products in and out of the area, not only just for transportation for us going to the beach, Mm -hmm. but transportation for getting cargo off ships and moving things. We may have touched on a little bit or last conversation we had, you know, flew down to Florida and looked at the boring machines and I would love to do that in Hampton Roads. Okay. And what is a boring machine? A boring machine. The one we looked at is 42 foot around. It will bore an entire tunnel 
And as it's born, it it snaps the tunnel into place and pulls it forward. Oh, my. It'll work 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And it just keeps pouring. Traffic can continue. Ships can continue. Everything can continue. We'll bore underneath the tunnel and around it and come up and pop up the other end. Fix the two ends. You ride down there and go, where did this come from? (laughs) (laughs) And I think that would be so cool. Wow. In order to do that. And the the one that they had in Miami, and we checked with them, it'll do 10 miles, which is more enough for us to do two tunnels or three tunnels through there. And um, it was 42 foot, and it was $45 million for the machine. Okay. And then after you finish with the machine, then you can take it and take it apart, and they sell parts back to the company. Hmm. And um, that fits within our budget. Okay. And they're already boring right now down through the tunnel. It see they're either I think they're 150 foot. I don't think they're 250. I think they've just gone down to 150 foot, and they're taking core samples out. We had the old core samples from the old tunnel when they put that in. Mm-hmm. A lot of ter- tunnels they put in there they're called submersion tunnels. Okay. They dig a spot out, drop it in, connect it dig a spot out, drop another section, connect it. Well, with everything we have going through Hampton Roads, what worries me is that it may delay the project because of shipping lanes mm-hmm. and our military and everything else. Mm-hmm. If we bore it underneath, they continue their route. They never change the thing. Hmm. They'll never know we're underneath there. We bore it right underneath there, pop out the other side, and then all of a sudden we've got a tunnel in place, and everybody's like, where did that thing come from? <laughs> now, how long would that take? They did theirs six months each way, and they wow. were boring through coral. Okay. We're just boring through basically a clay base. Yeah. So, you know, we're not boring through the product that they had down there. The machine will work 20 hours, and then, or this is what they did down there, worked 20 hours, and then it took four hours for maintenance, and they maintained it, mm-hmm. and they made sure everything was right, the teeth and all that, started back up, worked another 20 hours, Maintain it. So 24 hours a day, that machine's, something's going on with that machine. And hmm. it's amazing the progress you can make in the turns. You know, it doesn't have to be straight. It can turn and twist and everything else to where you need it to go. And then you're, you're done. And huh. you clean up the two ends. You dress them up. And when we sign, I talked to Kevin Page, a director. What I want to do is do a big press release when we sign the contract for the Hampton Roads Bridge Tunnel. I want it to be more than just me signing it after a meeting or something. Mm-hmm. And okay, we're, I want it to be something big because this is a huge project. Huge. And we need to do something big about it and start telling our citizens. Because we started one and two, and we didn't really do any big grand openings. You know, and I think when we complete one, we need to do a grand completion mm-hmm. and two maybe at a certain spot do something three when we get ready to do that we need to start putting it out so the citizens realize they can see it right but they they get it in front of them and they keep getting it from them and say look your money is going to actually really the government is actually working for you right right now. right <laughs> you know because we don't want these stuff up further from us bother us and all the stuff in washington right that's going on we want to say hey citizens your county governments 
the people that really put their feet down on the road are the ones that are actually doing something for you. And we want you to know what we're doing for you because I think it's important. Yep. Everything's local. It is. It mm-hmm. is. And we've got good people throughout the region working hard to get our transportation right. I mean, our mayors and chairs in that group are really a dedicated bunch of people. Well, you could have told me this morning that I was going to learn all about boring machines, and I would have said, no, I won't. So now I just know all sorts of stuff. Thank you for that. Glad to. Now, I want to talk a little bit about a couple of things um, that have been, in one that has been in front of the board and something that's coming. So at the last board meeting, you had a house full of people for the Skiffs Creek Connector. Yes, we did. Project. You want to talk about that? Yes. Yes, we had a lot of people there. For and against. And I probably got more emails on this one item than I've gotten since I've been on the board. Wow. And it was about middle for and against. Mm. Some of them you could tell were just sign your name and send Mm -hmm. it in, Mm -hmm. you know, which is part of the game. And then some of them wrote me some really good letters and why we shouldn't do this and why we shouldn't do that. The thing that some people may not have known that our position was on the actual piece of land. Our decision did not change, would not have changed anything as far as the towers coming across the river, which we couldn't talk about up to this point. That wasn't anything we had to talk about or discuss because that was above our pay grade. Once that was decided, then it boiled down to, okay, James City County, right now you're getting $6,000 a year for this piece of property. If you decide to let them stay here and not go to Newper News, you're going to get four hundred and like twenty-three or twenty-five thousand dollars a year. That's a significant increase, but that isn't the only reason you should make a decision. If we decided not to put them there, then the big towers would have turned and gone down to Newper News or York County mm-hmm. and landed into that community, and they would have gotten that revenue. But we would have still had all the towers and larger towers going down in the other direction. So the view would not have changed. It we would, just would have lost the revenue. We'd have lost the revenue. And you don't make decisions on revenue. And, you know, several of the board members have, you know, said that and discussed it and all that. And I agree. You don't. Uh-huh. Um, you make it on the community. Uh-huh. Well, if the towers are going to be there and I can get more money for the community, then... That is a community effort as well by saying, no, I don't want it. And who any decision any board member makes, I agree with because that's their decision. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm talking about my decision. Right. And um, I thought about it and I said, well, I can take those funds and utilize them in James City County for the citizens of James City County. We're already getting the lines across here. Okay, that's a done deal and above my pay grade. What can I do then for my citizens? And in the proffers, we ended up with not only the, the tax, 423, $425 million, but we also ended up with $1.5 million. So that's going to be utilized down in the Grove area. You know, there's talk about also adopting the James River Elementary School. And Dominion, they adopt schools and all that since there was a need. And they read the emails from John and... Ruth and Kevin and Sue and all, and we're talking about the needs in, in the Grove area. And I had discussed needs, you know, one-on-one with, when I had meetings, which all of us had with Dominion. 
And I said, our community down that area, there's needs down there. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so they decided that they were going to adopt the school. So that's another added bonus that they're going to do separately. And they'll work it out with our county administrator, Brian Hill. And, of course, the school and school board. And, and, um, you know, they'll get all those items worked out and everything and ask what they can do to help. Well, I'd imagine that's going to be probably couple hundred thousand dollars or better mm-hmm. in that that mm-hmm. we're going to get for that area of the school mm-hmm. so even though if we could have said if we deny them the ability to put a switching station and they said they have to pull up all the towers then okay that might have made a difference right but being that they wouldn't and couldn't and the towers are coming in then you have to look at okay what else do i have and and what can I do for my community, and how can I make this, even though we don't like the towers coming across, how can I make this as close to a win-win as possible? And, you know, it split a lot of people up in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. and I hope that they can come back together and go, okay, you know, because you look at things, and you win things, and you lose things, mm-hmm. and you got to figure out how to be a good loser and a good winner. Mm-hmm. And a good winner says nothing and continues on, and a good loser goes okay, I've got to figure out a way on the next one. And, you know, we've all done that, winning and losing, and it's mm-hmm. part of life. And, you know, it's uh, you know, it's tough to lose anything. But I don't see this as a loss. I see it as a loss of, of our viewscape in the James River. Mm-hmm. I definitely see that. And I worry about, you know, the, the Carter's Grove Plantation. I worry about Jamestown. Mm-hmm. And um, But as far as I think we won a little bit, as far as how the negotiations went and, and made a lot of people aware of what's going on in the Grove community because there was a lot of people that knew Grove, but now they know it better. So now that's a plus for Grove as well because mm-hmm. now people start thinking more of Grove and what we can do and make Grove a better place. Mm-hmm. I hope it doesn't die at this. Right. I hope everybody that was all concerned about Grove and said, you know, Grove needs this and needs that, I hope then they come back to us and say, here's some plans or here's some things I think we can do to help Grove. Mm-hmm. Because then that shows that we're a community that is always growing and always caring about our human nature of ourselves. Well, and I think that it's important for people to know that these are not snap decisions yeah. that you all make. I mean, you've been working on this for months. Years. 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 And that there are decisions that are made after a lot of thought. Because, you know, there were discussions with our board. And when I was chair, almost three years now, when I first started chair, about this coming before us. And I said, I don't want James City County in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. I don't want our board in the middle of it. I want to see what's going on and what's happening across the river and what the Army Corps says. Mm-hmm. I want the big guys that have... The, the bigger shoulders and, and they're carrying a load, a lot of more weight to weigh in first and not let James City County's decision one way or the other decide what's going on. And um, the Army Corps did a great job. They checked the wetlands. They've got a lot of money now for mitigation for our area mm-hmm. that Dominion's putting in. They were, you know, they were good about negotiating that and getting that kind of funding out of Dominion, so that's going to help our waterways. It's going to help Jamestown. It's going to help the Pamunkey Indian tribes. It's going to help a lot of different people in in our community that need that in our in our environment as well. So we got something out of it, or the Army Corps got something out of it for us, 
And then they made the decision that, okay, we're okay. This is good. They can come across. Then all our board had to do is decide on the land, which is exactly what we should have only done anyhow. And that took a whole lot of off the back of James City County. Right. Because then it was, they're coming across. If they'd have said no, we don't have anything to decide. Right. Nothing going to change at the switching station. Because they've had the land since 74. It's been a switching station. It's just a small one. Now Mm -hmm. it's going to be a bigger one. It's going to be safer. It's an area that's out of the way. Is it the best, ideal, perfect environment, place to ever have one? Probably not. But is any hunting? You put something... You know, somewhere, and then all things build up around it and go, how come y'all put that neck? No, that was there before. That was it. I mean, they came in when Anheuser-Busch came in in 74. Right. So that's that's been a long time. And long look what, time. Look what Anheuser-Busch has done for our community. Yes, for sure. They, they have been a great corporate sponsor, and Dominion's been a great corporate sponsor. You know, I think that's been, they've both been a big plus. Anheuser-Busch has done a huge amount for James City County. Glad to have them. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Well, looking towards the future, in the next work session, you all are meeting with the Economic Development Authority. And I've noticed that periodically you meet with different commissions or committees or authorities. Tell right. us a little bit about why you do that. What we do is we, we try to personalize it and get to know each other a little bit better and also give direction. I think that the county board of supervisors, their role is to give direction and chart a course the direction that the citizens want James City County to go in. So as a board of supervisor, I think it's important to meet with everybody and to get not only their feeling of where they feel they think they want us to go, mm-hmm. but for us as a group to come together and go, these are the items that we see coming up and these are the items that we would like you try to attack and put in place and organize and, and move the county forward. Without that, you can have a group of people that each one of them think that you want them to go in a certain direction. Right. And they're working hard. And then they come back and you say, well, that's not really what I wanted. Right. And then they look at it and you go, I've wasted all this time. Why didn't you tell me in the beginning? So I think it's important to say, this is where this board, and of course, every election to board could change or could not change. But this is where this board wants to go. And we think we know what the citizens want us to do and then give direction as a leader and say, this is where we would like each one of you to try to hit. And these are the marks we want you to hit. And I think that's important. Now, the board appoints the Economic Development Authority, correct? Yes, correct. Okay. And is that, I know that on the Planning Commission, each district has a representative. Is the Economic Development Authority like that as well? You know, we try, it depends on, you know, where we're at and, and what we get in the community as far okay. as the quality of person that sometimes you need a leader in banking. You need a leader in healthcare mm-hmm. so that we can figure out what our health needs are, what our banking needs are, what our future is going to be in James City County. We try to get business people involved so that we've got a core of people that are looking through James City County at different lenses, but are coming together and going, this is what we're trying to put together. This is where we're trying to go. This is the businesses we're trying to enhance because it fits our region and fits what we do. We try to get well-traveled people. Mm -hmm. 
um, try to get hospitality because that way we can cover everything that we do from tourism to healthcare to business in our community and try to make all that come together. So sometimes you can't find one or two people in your district, someone else. John may say, hey, I've got somebody that could really be good on this. Yeah, that's a, that's a good pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go with that. Mm-hmm. And um, add that person into the mix when we have an opening. You try to share with those individuals the direction that we as a board want to go so that we're all on the same page and we're all working together as a team in order to try to help that and try to make sure that we give the economic development enough that they have what they need, like Billsburg Brewery, you know, and the ability that they've done down there in order to have that brewery come on. And, you know, that's not long. Let's see, it's September. I, I know, it right around right the corner. Right around the corner. They're mm-hmm. going to be on. I was, I was out there uh, yesterday and walking around. Everybody yeah. gone, and uh, which is peaceful for me because I can go out there and walk around into a few of our um, citizens. And uh-huh. what are you doing out here? I said, well, I'm looking at our investment and I'm looking at how how well it's doing and what's going on in James City County and, you know, looking at the boats and, and the slips and all uh-huh. that and what work we need to do there. And and uh, we've got a plan for that coming up in the future. And, and Billsburg Brewery will add on to it, of course, uh-huh. with our Friday events across the street there. We've got a place there that we can... You can go out and, you know, taste a few beverages, walk over to the event park and listen to our jams. And, you know, being able to go out there on a Friday and then walk across the street and listen to the music and that sort of thing, it adds a lot for our citizens and their ability to have fun in James City County and enjoy themselves and take time off and relax with their family. And really, that's what it's about. You know, it's about family. Very nice. And, you know, family in the best county in the world. Is there, is there another county? I don't think there is. I don't think there is. Too. So, but I think that it's nice that you know we there may be a couple that would like to be as good as us. Yes, but, yeah. but you know, uh, well, it's, it's our it's our job to be a shining example. That's right. There we go. All right, you know, and being first, we have to. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to, as always, I've got a few questions that I would like to ask you here at the end. They have nothing to do with anything we've talked about so far, but it just gives people an opportunity to get to know you a little bit better. So my first one is, do you have any special collections? Do you collect Tonka trucks from when you were a kid? Anything like that? I collect children. Children. (laughs) (laughs) And you have seven? Seven. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and they're all different. <laughs> That's a very nice collection. Oh, yes, child collection. <laughs> just mine. <laughs> you don't want others? No, just yours. I've got enough with just them. <laughs> they're lovable, but they're a handful. <laughs> That's a great answer. Okay, children. Very good. What is your favorite meal? Oh, let's see. I have three favorites. Okay. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> <laughs> there, there isn't a meal I haven't loved. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I think I get that from my mother. Okay. And because her German background and her strong will, she's a very, she was a very strong, loving woman and miss her dearly. But you did not put anything on your plate that you did not intend to eat at that meal. Okay. Nothing was wasted in right, our house. Right. I remember, I'll tell you a little story. We had 
stuffed peppers. Now, mom would buy two peppers because there was eight of us in the family. My wow. grandmother, mom and dad, so there was 11 in the house. And mom would cut two peppers up and she'd stuff those. And then she'd make meatballs, hand, regular handmade meatballs, uh-huh. homemade meatballs. She'd put them all in a big tray and put them in the oven and cook them. Well, the meatballs would get that pepper tasting. Uh-huh. I love peppers today because of it. But get that. the kids would all eat the meatballs. And mom and dad and my grandmother would eat the stuffed peppers. Okay. And maybe one of the older brothers or sisters might get one, but usually between the three of them, those two peppers are gone. Well, one day I'm eating, and I was, you know, a kid, you're hungry, and I grabbed four more meatballs and put them on my plate. Well, I put the first one in my mouth and instantly became full. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and I told my mom, I said, Mom, I said, I, I, I put too much on my plate, and I I said, I, I can't eat anymore. She said, really? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, okay. Well, go ahead up and get your bath and go to bed. That's like 5.30, 6 o'clock. And I'm like, really? And she said, yeah, if you can't eat all your meals, go ahead. So, got, of course, didn't say anything. Got my bath and went to bed. And um, the next morning for breakfast, mom always made us, mom, mom cooked all the time. Mm-hmm. She had eggs and toast and hot tea every morning for breakfast. Everybody had it. And... Um, so I'm sitting down and she brings my plate over and sets it down and it's those meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at them and of course, you know, way back then you didn't have the, the hamburgers you had today, you know, everything had fat in it. Right. And so it had these big rings of grease on the bottom of it. And I looked at it and, and she was like, I heated it up last night. <laughs> Eat your meatballs. Oh and I my. cut that off there and ate those meatballs. And, you know, to this day, you won't see me ever leave a plate of anything left. That yep. It always gets cleaned up. Yeah. And I always appreciate it. But, you know, it was that. And it sounds harsh, but it was that upbringing. Sure. To respect what you had. Absolutely. To do what you're told. To honor people mm-hmm. and honor your parents. Mm-hmm. And, and if I didn't eat those for breakfast... She was coming to lunch. Oh, yeah, that was, she was coming to lunch. You were going to eat them at school with mom sitting next to you. <laughs> so I didn't want anybody to see that. So no. I went ahead and had them for breakfast that morning. Probably but, smart. But, you know, there's not, I like all kinds of food. Okay. I just enjoy food. And, and uh, my wife and kids are the same way. We just we just enjoy food. And and we use food as a, as a communication skill to a certain point, okay. you know. You get a good meal or a good cup of coffee or something and you come together and you talk and it's, you know, it's, it's about that. Sure. And it's about a gathering and it's about, you know, enjoying yourself. It's not about gobbling something down to go to the next right. place. Right. So, you know, you kind of get a couple of things in one there. Now, how many siblings do you have? I have seven. There's seven. eight of us. My goodness. Yeah. And I'm on the younger side. Okay. Now, there, there's a few that are probably going to be mad hearing that. But it's true. I mean, it's just a fact of life. It's like James City County being the first county. Well, of course. I'm just on the younger yeah, side. Yeah, it's just, it's the facts. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, I know I have heard one of your brothers because he sounds just like you. And I've been at a Chinese restaurant or something. And I'm like, oh, Mr. Hipple is here. And I turn around and it's not you. No. But he looks like you and he sounds like you. He's my twin brother. Oh, well, then that Identical would make twin. sense. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize it. Okay. You know, be like, you have, I talked to you the other day. You wouldn't even speak to me. And I'm like, 
No, you saw my <laughs> twin brother, Matt. Yeah, because you all look exactly the same. Yeah, and Matt, Matt won't, he'll always tell you he's better looking. <laughs> and that's okay, I'll let him believe that. Sure, it's nice. <laughs> he is. Wink, wink. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Matt is um, my twin brother, and we're identical twins. Okay. And um, it's really funny because he probably catches a lot of grief from people sure that want to talk about something. He's like, no, no, it's Michael. And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure. And I, no, really, I do have a twin. <laughs> wow. So I've always wanted to sit up at the board and say, um, hold on. I don't know if I'm Michael or Matthew. <laughs> well, the real Michael, please stand up. <laughs> now, who's older? I am. You're older. One minute. Okay. One minute. One minute. Wow. Yep. And so your mom had already had how many kids before she had you two? She had had five. Oh, my goodness. And she said she was not going to stop till she had twins. Oh, well, there you go. And then she had twins and had one more after that. Oh, my goodness. That must have been fun growing up. Though. Yeah. And dad, dad would always say, yeah, if the doctor hadn't told her she's got to stop having children because her body was wearing out. Yeah. She kept having them. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Now, so. do you have any twins? No, I don't. Okay. No, I don't. I have quite a few of them that look alike. Yeah. I mean, we kind of, we hipples are kind of stamped out of a mold. You okay. can kind of spot us. <laughs> Not just because of our nice hairdos. <laughs> Which is very nice. <laughs> Thank you. Very nice. Well, now my final question. Now I had asked Brian this question once, and I don't think he was a big fan. In fact, I think at the last podcast he said that it was a fail, but I like it. So I'm going to continue to ask it. Okay. All right. Zombies. Zombies are coming. Okay. And you need to assemble a team of people to help you with the zombies. They can be anybody in the Marvel Universe or in the, I don't know what the other one is, but it could be the Flash or Wonder Woman or who would you choose? Wow. That's a tough thing because I think zombies are crazy. <laughs> I won't say the rest of the, <laughs> the construction side almost came out real quick. Oops, oops. <laughs> yeah, beep, this beep. is a family-friendly yes, podcast. Beep, beep. <laughs> um I'm not into all that. No? No. Okay. I'm old country boy. If a zombie came to me, I'd shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be done with it. Yep, yeah, you're done. Next. Well, that, that takes care of that. Yeah, I'd take care of me. Come on my property. It'd be the last zombie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, well, maybe I won't ask that question <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Very Well, that's the truth. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It is. That's what happens when you just live and work in the best county ever. It is. You protect your own. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Hipple, thank you very much. Thank you. As always, this is very entertaining. Yes, I enjoy it. To meet with you, and I learned about boring machines and all of that stuff. So I really appreciate it. I'd love to have you back. Glad to come back. And um, that, I think, wraps it up for today. Thank you very much. Thanks, citizens of James City County. All right. Thank you. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That wraps up this episode of This Week in James City County. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode. We'll talk with you next week. 